This is the EPLOG audio experience. Film is clearly a sophisticated art, possibly the most important art of the 20th century with a rather complex history of theory and practice, writes James Monaco in his book, How to Read a Film. So far in our podcast, The Artists, we have had filmmakers, writers, critics, programmers from some of the top film festivals, musicians, thinkers, defining their combinatorial skills. We at Metaphysical Lab have been striving to expand the realm of our podcast, which in turn gives a wider uh, canvas to the understanding of our experiences. And also we have tied up with Epilogue Media, the podcasting network, so you can find us on their website, epilogmedia slash the artists. And of course, you can continue to listen to us on the platforms that you choose from Apple Podcasts to Spotify to GeoSavon to Google Podcasts. Everything is mentioned in the description. And of course, you can reach us uh, on the WhatsApp number and our email ID. I'm your host, Suchita, and I'm looking forward to a wonderful journey ahead with all of you. Hello folks, welcome to the episode 48 of our podcast, The Artist. And of course, we are touching half a century, going to be soon 50 episodes. Thank you. Past episodes, we focused on the internal life of a filmmaker, the challenges and how mental health could take a toll. Mental sanity and balanced lifestyle are important ingredient for greater creativity, which is why we have been talking about stoicism. We have been talking about vuve. We've been talking about choosing your sounds over noise. We have spoken to filmmakers who have shared the internal world in episode number one, episode number 16 and much more. So do tune in and check those episodes. Today we're talking about the altered states of consciousness, hacking your consciousness for peak performances and altered states of consciousness is currently a trillion dollar industry and binaural beats play a huge role in hacking your consciousness. Today we have artist and creator J.S. Epperson. G.S. Epperson is a musician working with binaural beats to facilitate altered states of consciousness. You can find him on his website, higher-music.com. In the end of the episode, we also have one of my favorite pieces of music by G.S. Epperson, uh, Theta Ascension. Theta was also the brainwave state where Einstein and Edison solved their toughest creative problems. So guys, this is an opportunity to hack consciously into your theta brainwave state and we are grateful that JS Epperson could take our time and take us through the process of creating binaural beats and its impact on our creativity. So ladies and gentlemen, JS Epperson on the house. Hi Jay, welcome to our podcast The Artist and uh, thank you for joining in at 5 a.m. Thank you for having me. It's going very well. It's dark and it's quiet. Are you waking up or you're continuing your work right now? Um, I probably got up an hour ago to kind of, you know, clear my head and mm-hmm. get ready for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, this is actually my normal creative time. Tell me, Jay, about, you know, this very exciting binaural beats that you are into creating. And I believe a lot of the present generation, you know, uh, you know, getting into the whole understanding of binaural beats and how it can enhance creativity and cognition. Just to put it very simply for our listeners, what is binaural beat? Well, I like to think of uh, binaural beats as a form of brainwave entrainment. It's a type of uh, kind of an audio technology that allows you to entrain your brain to specific frequencies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does so by using uh, two different signals, uh, one in the left ear, another in the right ear. And it kind of works like those uh, 3D stereoscopic glasses, uh, you know, with, with they create an illusion of a third signal, of a, of a thing that's not there. Just creating binaural beats, uh, how do you sort of compose them? How do you get into it? Uh, well, how do you compose the binaural beat? The binaural beats themselves are generated using oscillators. You know, it's... Um, kind of very techy. Uh, there's software you can use to do this, apps on your phone you can download pretty much from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and so the the binaural beats that are created um you know they can be used for meditation sleep uh affirmations different types of of projects and I try to roll them into musical projects, more of an artistic take on binaural beats rather than a very clinical, uh, you know, just listen to some binaural beats and some ocean sounds. And uh, of course, there is this bifurcation, like you get into the uh, the alpha state, the beta state, the theta state, delta, delta state. So how sort of, you know, how do you sort of design this? I design it by, by thinking of what kind of experience do I want to create for a listener? What kind mm. of experience do I want to have as yes. a listener? Mm. Um, at any given moment, the brain is going through a large number of brain waves. Uh, you know, right now we're probably very beta dominant. We're having a conversation. We're talking to each other. Uh, we're kind of going through our memories and our, our lessons and mm. having this conversation. So that kind of forces us into a beta state of mind. Right. Um, but we're also experiencing, you know, I just woke up an hour ago. There's probably a good chunk of Delta in there, and uh, I'm very relaxed right now. So there's also Alpha. And what I try to do is take all these different brainwave states and create an experience that, you know, through a period of time. So I will start with, you know, one set of frequencies and then about five minutes in, I'll kind of ramp them down if I want you to go deeper into your subconscious and unconscious mind, or I can ramp them up if I want you to have a more intellectual or kind of focused experience. Jay, tell me if we want to have an altered state of consciousness, or if you want your music to take us into an altered state of consciousness. And I'm listening to, for example, a theta brain wave what would happen to my mind and how can I use it as a listener to enhance my altered state of consciousness? Um, there are really five main types of binaural beads, five main types of brainwave patterns. Now, there are others, um, but we really categorize them into the delta, the theta, the alpha, the beta, the gamma. Yeah. Uh, and so with the theta... That's one of the lower frequencies. Mm -hmm. This is uh, your subconscious mind. This is the mind you experience when you are deep into meditation. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe visualization. Uh, theta brainwaves are associated with the REM state of the sleep cycle, mm -hmm. where you have a very visual dream experience. Um, so to, to get into a med meditative experience, mm -hmm. You know, listening to audio with a lot of theta brainwaves, you know, close your eyes, put on some headphones and listen to some theta waves. Eventually, through the frequency following response, you will entrain to the theta signal. So it's like it's like we get into it every day unconsciously, but by listening to it, we'll get into it consciously. Yeah. Yeah. These are all all these states for the most part, can be achieved. You know, you can make a choice and mm -hmm. you can get there. What I love about altered states of consciousness is that all it really is is right now we're in one spot and we want to get somewhere else. That's the alteration. Um, you know, there's nothing... I, I think sometimes people feel like binaural beats are unnatural and, and mm -hmm. it's like these are natural states of mind. You know, you, ha you experience theta every single day. Right. This is not new to any of us um so yeah we can put our headphones on dial up uh, some theta audio in our phones and if we take a little time for ourselves we can get into a theta brainwave state what's the frequency like for example when you're composing what do you keep in mind um, when i'm composing you know i usually start with an idea mm. So, for example... Like, what kind of effect uh, do you want on your listeners? Recently, I just had an experience where uh, I released a project called Gyre. Mm -hmm. um, and it was based on a dream. And it was a very swirling theta experience in my dream. And I thought, gosh, I'd really like to recreate that. Mm -hmm. um, so I knew that this has got to be a very swirling sound. It has to be into the theta realm where we're going into a deep meditation. Um, 
So as I build the music, I'm actually matching the binaural beat frequencies to the key of the music mm-hmm. so that so that it's unobtrusive, but still very much there. Mm-hmm. And then I start <clears throat> developing these binaural beats and music to build this experience of what was this theta experience like in this dream? Just for our listeners in terms of because you know, we have a lot of creative people who are listening to the podcast, like they're filmmakers, they're artists. Uh, enhancing your creativity, uh, mm-hmm. you know, is something that all of us focus on. So, you know, as a creator of binaural beats, what would you sort of suggest? Like, for example, uh, it's been said as the internet says that Edison and Tesla, they actually got their best inventions in the theta state. So, of course, that time binaural beats was not something very popular or was perhaps not there. So, I mean, how, you know, how, how do we use now since we have a tool with us? Um, well, I think that's a really important point. It is a tool. And, yeah. uh, you know, I personally, there are two states of mind that I, I love the most. Theta is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. I like to, you know, take half an hour, an hour a day and just meditate, you know, focus on my own thoughts and kind of letting them go. Uh, mm-hmm. But when I work, I love to listen to alpha waves. Mm-hmm. Um which to me is really, it's a very relaxed focus. It's getting into the flow of the creative process. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for me, it's really kind of my sweet spot. I, I love the alpha state personally. Uh, so I'm going to ask you later, what are the suggestions that we could listen to from your mm-hmm. library of music? Uh, sure. Uh, when it comes to alpha, uh, which is your favorite uh, brainwave state, Tell me, Jay, when your audience listens to your music, and I saw your website where there's a series of, you know, supported by so many different people. Uh-huh. Have you interacted with them and, you know, tried to find out, find out that what is your audience looking for when they are trying to listen to your music? You know, I do kind of have a motto of, you know, ask me anything. Mm-hmm. Um I'm really open to people getting in touch with me. Mm-hmm. And, and I did kind of, you know, there have been patterns over the years. Definitely, I, I would find that people find my music for mainly one of two or three reasons. The first reason, and maybe the most dominant reason, uh, people are looking for some kind of spiritual connection or some kind of connection to something bigger than themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they've tried meditation and maybe they didn't work for them or maybe they're very good at meditating and they're just looking for a different experience. Um, I find most of my listeners get to binaural beats through meditation and spirituality. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is another large group and I would say that those are really, I call them biohackers. Mm-hmm. They're really people who are trying to optimize their their daily experience. They're trying to optimize their routine uh, to get the most out of everything they do. And they find that, you know, if they if they can get a 10 or 15% improvement by listening to a certain type of binaural beat, then that's what they're going to do all day mm-hmm. to get more out of whatever it is they're doing. Mm-hmm. So those have been the two big groups that, that get in touch with me and tell me, you know, how they found me, why they got in touch with my work. Mm-hmm. Also, Jay, you were mentioning yesterday about the left and the right brain oh. theory and the anecdote you said that you would like to share uh, about, you know, one of your listeners who listens to your music. Okay, well, you know, there are a lot of thoughts on how we organize and and kind of describe creativity and uh, kind of intellectual process- processes. Yeah. Um you know, and one of the popular ways to describe that is kind of the right brain, left brain. You know, the right brain being very creative and inspirational and the left brain being, you know, very focused and analytical. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a little inaccurate on terms of how the brain actually works, but it is an amazing metaphor. I really like the metaphor because there really are kind of, there are days, and I know you've had them where it's like, you know, I really would like to do something very disciplined right now. I'd like to do something very 
you know, focused and work on a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- that's a really great period of time for the higher frequencies. Uh, for me personally, I find alpha is a great frequency to get work done. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people um, also like beta frequencies for really getting the the analytical part of yeah. uh, their work done. Yeah. Um, so uh, you know, one of the one of the weird things I've noticed about some of my albums, particularly with the Hemisync, which the Hemisync albums I've done over the years do have a, kind of a more of a focus on the beta frequencies. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, for example, I find, uh, you know, men, you know, very left-brained men, businessmen, they love the beta frequencies. Mm. They're very drawn to it. Mm. Um, I can look over, I, I think Einstein's Dream was maybe mentioned, released for 90, 1996. Mm-hmm. And 99% of the letters I got, testimonials, emails, they were almost all from, you know, businessmen. Um, and it's, it's, it was always so interesting to me that, wow, this album with those frequencies really resonates with this type of person. Mm-hmm. And then I can look at something else like Gamma Drone, which is, you know, kind of available everywhere. And that has like a lot of theta frequencies, a lot of gamma frequencies. Mm-hmm. Almost every person that got in touch with me was an author. Um, they were they were creative. They were people who were creative in terms of big systemic, um, you know, storylines and story arcs. And they were storytellers. And I was just like, you know, you you can't get that many testimonials from a specific type of person. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, that is really it wasn't across the board. It was very much focused on people telling stories. And I. I'm fascinated by that. I, I don't have a lot of answers for that. Right. I don't know why this project necessarily resonated with those people, mm-hmm. uh, but but when they when they hit a certain group of people, they really do hit, and I, I find that incredibly interesting, just personally that 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 happens. Mm, that's awesome. Jay, tell me, it's also you're saying that it has it has different effects on different people. Like, for example, you mentioned the beta for the businessman. Uh, you mentioned the theta state for the authors, the gamma state, and uh, the alpha states is also good for creativity. So, mm-hmm. but the effect of, you know, different, these different <clears throat> beats must be on, you know, at different levels to people in the same profession. Like, for example, two storytellers listening to the same frequency will have different kind of effects. Oh, I mean, I, every every experience yeah. is a personal experience, yes, right? Yes, yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know how other people experience it. Mm. Uh, so all I all I get is the feedback that you know they're they're listening to their this music while they're working, and they hit repeat, and they hit repeat, and they hit repeat, and before. I know it, you know, they're like, you know what, I listened to Gamma Drone seven times in a row and wrote three chapters of this thing and I didn't even want to write. And so, you know, that is an experience I hear a lot from people, but then someone else could turn around and say, you know, I've been stuck for so long and listened to to this one piece and boom, it was like a a light bulb went on and I knew exactly how to solve this problem and Mm. I started writing this story to to get to the solution and thank you so much and i you know the experiences are of course different and personal but mm. there are definitely some commonalities i find over over time that exist mm. so of course it triggers something in the brain yes yeah the, it definitely uh, mm. triggers something in the brain mm. that one of the things that i found so interesting about the specific responses from certain types of people mm. is that it does speak to maybe the possibility that certain frequency sets just appeal to a type of person mm. that, you know, people who are authors, they respond to this frequency set uh, for reasons that I don't necessarily understand, mm. but they respond very strongly. Mm-hmm. It, same with the the businessmen and the beta frequencies. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Sure. There are commonalities in the types of people. Not to not to break people into stereotypes and groups, but mm. you know, types are types. And, and and of course now it's Jay becoming so popular it's supposed to be like you know the altered state of consciousness is sort of becoming like a billion dollar industry and binaural beats are playing a huge role in it yeah they really are um i mean i'm a city person mm. i i have lived in cities most of my life i'm not drawn to the rural experience um and you know I, I live in a town where I get on a subway and I want I, I want to tune out some of the chaos going on around me. Mm. And for that I find, you know, put on some alpha binaural beats, a nice drone, some some wind or some surf sounds, and I am just in a very peaceful, blissful spot reading a magazine or, or reading through something on my phone. And I think that's an experience a lot of people have. You know, we're all trying to make our best day. So tell me, Jay, is there sort of any specific, like you just said, I just get into my car and I just tune into the, you know, specific beats that I want to listen to and then, you know, I'm on my way. So um, now suppose if I'm just wanting to sit and meditate and trying to get certain kind of you know, perhaps uh, work on my creativity, just not thinking about anything, anything else. Do I just need to tune into, for example, a certain music, which is alpha, and just focus, listen to it? That's all I need to do? Um, no, actually, you don't even need to focus, listen to it. Uh, I'm mm. listening to some alpha brainwaves right now. Okay. Part, okay. Partly to keep me calm. Mm. Um, I, you know, I... I get nervous in situations like this, particularly, you know, you stick a microphone in me and I feel like oh, I've, I've got to be, <laughs> I've got to be smart all the time. No, you don't and, need to be. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you know, I mostly just talk. I don't, I don't think about where I'm going in a conversation. I'm not, mm. I'm not a goal oriented mm. uh, conversationalist. Mm. Uh, I'm just here to answer your questions really. Right. Um, so for me, it's like, oh, you know, they're in the background and I'm working on something else. I, I listen to very quiet music most of the time. Okay. Um, sometimes when I'm meditating, I might turn it up a little bit because I really do want to block out what's going on around me. Um, I do live in a very quiet part of the city, unfortunately, mm -hmm. so I don't have a lot of city noise, you know, invading my space. Mm -hmm. Um you know, I have birds and butterflies in a yard, and I'm pretty lucky that way, I guess. Uh, mm. You know, suburban living. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, you know, five minutes I can be in the city, and I, I love that too. Um, so when I'm meditating, yes, I, I do kind of find music that is ephemeral, uh, music that doesn't necessarily resolve. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, just in terms of melodic composition, uh, there are types of music that, you know, if the melody kind of lingers and it doesn't necessarily have a very strong resolution mm -hmm. and it goes on to the next idea, um, you talked about ascension and that's definitely something I do in that piece of music where yes. it, it makes sort of musical statements and doesn't resolve them. It goes on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. um, and this type of voice leading and, and melodic leading is you know, very helpful in helping the brain get to this other place. You know, the binaural beats are amazing, but the, there is an element of music design that how does this melody take your brain further or somewhere else? And I try to, you know, combine all that uh, into a single thing. And so when I'm listening to music, there are times where I think, oh, this really hits that button for me, you know, hit the like button and I'm going to come back to this piece of music when I really want to meditate. One doesn't need to focus on it. One just needs to, for you know, daily tasks, you can just play it quietly and just be mm -hmm. around and your subconscious mind is going to absorb it and make yes. you get into that frequency automatically without your efforts. It doesn't take a lot of effort. Mm, it really... I think if anything, too much effort can can be a little problematic. Um, have you ever had that experience where you're sitting there and, you know, I just had somebody literally this morning message me this on Facebook, so it's very fresh on my mind. Mm -hmm. 
you know, we were talking about, oh, you know, somebody uh, posted an album that they like. And it was like, I like that album, too. I love that one for sleep. Mm. And it was, uh, you know, it's like, well, I, I can't I can't listen to that music while I'm, you know, I'm trying to sleep. It, it distracts me. And, you know, it's like all I sit there is think, you know, these headphones are uncomfortable and I'm not sleeping and these headphones are uncomfortable and I'm not sleeping. And then I get stuck in this whole loop. And it's like, well, take off the headphones, you know, get little speakers and just make it real quiet in the background. Don't don't pour all of your energy into trying to make this music make you sleep. <laughs> just let it happen. Take off the headphones, put the speakers on, let it be a little quiet. It doesn't need to blast mm. and just go with the experience and you'll find that you probably will get to sleep pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know. Jay, we've we've got into this culture of, you know, putting too much effort on everything that we are, you know, wanting to achieve or where we want oh. to go. And uh, suddenly when I discover about, you know, this billion dollar industry that's flourishing and this is about altered state of consciousness, uh, what do you have to say in terms of using it in everyday life and sort of making it like a lifestyle to see that you can actually do things effortlessly. You know, I mean, I mean, this, this speaks to, you talk about this billion dollar industry and I mm. think this speaks to something. I think it speaks to a kind of an awkward, uncomfortable reality. Mm. And that is that, that we, we have more choice than we think. Yes. Um, I can choose to be very angry about politics. I live in Portland, Oregon. There is a lot going on. Um, but I can choose to really focus on my work. I can focus on creating beautiful things. I can choose maybe not to be so angry. And there's a time and a space for anger. But, you know, I think a lot of times people choose that a little too much. And mm. my approach to things is if I'm going to drive into work or if I'm going to bus into work, depends on the day, um, you know, I oftentimes choose to have something peaceful playing. Um, it is a lifestyle for me. I have been listening to binaural beats for 25, 30 years. Mm. I think we're in an amazing place in history where we have these phones. They are so incredible. Um, Earbuds are great. You know, they work just fine for binaural beats. I don't know where this idea comes from that you need to have $300, you know, headphones. It's like, you really don't. Binaural beats generally will work. Just put them on, have them be quiet. You know, I can put them on as I go to work. And, you know, I can think about for the last couple of days, I've been like, oh, I've got to talk to Suchita and I've got to do this and I've got to do that. <laughs> And I'm just trying to let the experience happen. And, you know, I'm choosing to, my path and I'm choosing my emotional response to my day. And binaural beats are a part of that. You know, they're not the answer. They're not the only solution. But they are definitely in the mix. Definitely. And especially, you know, during these times, I don't know if you are there much on social media, but, you know, there's too much of rage out there. Yeah. Uh, there's too much of hatred that we are getting into, you know, mm -hmm. currently the world over and it can become yeah. scarier. So, so, so do you, and the human mind just is not able to tame it. You know, do you, do you think that we can do that with a tool? Like we can perhaps see the world in another light every day. Um, oh, it's possible. Hmm. It, it is something that can be done. Hmm. Uh, but like I said, it's an uncomfortable choice. Like yeah. you have to choose, mm -hmm. you know, I, there's this popular saying here and, and it used, it was popularized at least as far as I know, uh, by Oprah Winfrey of all people. Mm -hmm. um, and she would always say, do I want to be right or do I want to be at peace? Mm. Um, and you know what I want? <laughs> I, I want to be at peace. I don't care if I'm right. I'm usually probably not right. Uh, and when I am right, I can't make other people believe that. So, you know, that's their choice to, to, to go with me on that journey or not. So let's just be at peace. And, you know, we can worry about who's right and who's wrong mm -hmm. later or Absolutely. not at all. 
absolutely tell me tell me jay when you wake up every morning and you are getting to your work uh you know and you're focused on creating binaural beats what inspires you you know you know what do you want where do you want to take it to every day that's an interesting question because it always changes mm. um you know one of i have a really popular hemisync album called um illumination for peak performance mm. and it's also available on my website and spotify and all that as just illumination mm. um and people respond so well to that music. They're like, oh, I love this music so, so much. Mm -hmm. And honest to God, it, I was living in, in Germany at the time, actually. Mm -hmm. And I was visiting uh, my mother in California. Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of half asleep in the other room at like 6 o'clock in the afternoon because of jet lag. And she was watching the final episode of Sex in the City. <laughs> and there was this incredible ostinato over the last 10 minutes of the of the TV show, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I was like, God, that's so beautiful. And I love how it communicates this idea of, you know, musically communicates this idea that nothing is changing and everything is changing. And it mm -hmm. communicates this idea that that regardless of, of what's happening, things just go on. And I, I loved the the kind of the the establishment of continuity and hope mm. um it was just a really beautiful sound and so i woke up out of my stupor and i thought well i'm gonna just jot down some music and played piano for about 20 minutes and found something i liked and lo and behold you know six months later it was this album um wow you know it came from a tv show and one that i didn't watch <laughs> <laughs> Um, other times, you know, I, I talked about gyre coming from an ex of the feeling I had in a dream. And I was like, okay, well, let's capture that. Um, other times I'm with Gamma Drone. We talked about that. I had a lot of people saying, you know, you don't do gamma frequencies. Gamma frequencies are supposed to help with um, inspiration and ideation and bringing in new ideas. I would love something to facilitate that experience. And so I focused very much on, okay, gamma frequencies, how do we inspire ourselves? And at some point I thought, well, if you bring in and out the delta frequencies, or the, I'm sorry, the theta frequencies with that, you know, and get into that imaginative visual space, uh, you know, kind of associated with the rim state and, and meditation, combining that with gamma and merging them in and out as they shift, that would be really great for creativity, maybe. Let's try that. So that was very much, it started with the binaural beats. Mm -hmm. Every creative project I do is has a different source, a different origin point. Um, and I think that's why it's always been important to me to have a body of work. Um, I mean, I've never been somebody oriented towards having a hit. Yeah. <laughs> People, you know, I'm not a hit maker. Um, sure. But I do like to try different things. And, you know, I think I started my record company in 2007, 2008, and I've created quite a body of work over that time. And... You know, it's it's fun to like. Okay, sometimes it it works out really well. Other times it does not work out really well. Uh, but I got to try it, and I usually try to describe those in my album descriptions, so that you know people know where I'm coming from and why I did this thing. Mm -hmm. So, so where where can one listen to your work, Jay? Um, well, I don't know what services you guys use over there in India, but. Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm on most of the major platforms. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can listen on Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, um, you know, that list of apps. Um, I have a little bit on Insight Timer. Uh, I am also really recommend going to my website, uh, HireMusic.com. There's a dash between Hire and Music. Mm -hmm. Um Mostly because recently Apple has kind of said, you know, enough with the the meditation music. Mm. Um, they and it, it has to do honestly with their um, 
they don't like storing long form meditation pieces on their servers. Um, so I think my work going forward on because of Apple uh, on the services will be kind of more short form meditations. Mm -hmm. And then if you like something, there will probably be a long version on my website. Um, I'm putting out probably about one meditation, binaural beat meditation, yeah, about every five, six weeks. Okay. Um, okay and it, so I'm yeah. going through a very experimental period. <laughs> mm, that's lovely. So tell me, Jay, is there any duration, you know, one should listen to binaural beats uh, or, you know, like you said, it, there is no duration. You can just leave it you know, playing on the back in the background. I think that's actually a very personal mm. um, answer. You know, the answer to that question is personal. Mm -hmm. um, I find a lot of my listeners. <laughs> I met this woman one time. I was working on a project in in Seattle, mm. and I was in this recording studio, and I'd been working with this singer for like a couple days, mm. and. So, and then my, the other person I was working with, my collaborator on this project, uh, his name was Julio. He, he was like, oh, hey, well, how about that, J.S. Epperson? And one of the backup singers like, you're J.S. Epperson, <laughs> the J.S. Epperson. And she pulls out her iPod, they, which, you know, we used to have iPods before phones. Uh -huh. um, and they used to count how many times, um, you know, the, uh, you've played a, a song. Yeah. And she pulled out a track of mine on a Hemisync album. It was maybe seven minutes long. She had listened to it 4,800 times. Oh, my God. Um, she's like, oh, no, I put this on loop oh, all wow. day long. <laughs> she's like, it's the only thing I listen to sometimes for weeks. How cool is and, that? And it's like, okay, well, there's there's one approach. Just take something short you like and listen to it again and again. Uh, other people, like, I need a half hour, I need 45 minutes, and then I'm done. I want it to be finished. And, you know, I think that's just a personal answer that, you know, do what feels right for you. I tend to listen to longer things. I've been listening to a two-hour demo that somebody sent me the other day, and it's terrific. Wow. Uh, his name's Brad. Um, thanks, Brad. Uh, <laughs> but, but, it, you know, it's two hours long, and that that's you know, not always something you can sit and listen to in one sitting. Sometimes I have to pick it up and sometimes I start it over and listen again. It's personal. That's a personal. Mm -hmm. And Jay, would you like to recommend some of the tracks to our creative listeners out there? Um, sure. Let me pull up my website if you don't mind. Yes. I, I loved um, Ascension, that, 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 that one track I listened to. Oh, yeah. I did send you a copy of that. Oh, um, you did. Okay. How long? Minutes before we had this conversation. Yes, yes, uh, yes. I did. I so did get it. Yeah. Probably in your inbox. Um, yeah. So I do have, uh, you know, personally, I love Surf Series. Uh, that's a great place to start if you've never listened to Binaural Beats. Mm -hmm. uh, this is available on my website at higher-music.com. Mm -hmm. It's also available on, you know, all of the platforms. Um, this uses, uh, you know, kind of some ambient, very ethereal ambient drone, mm -hmm. uh, a little bit of uh, artificial, actually, uh, ocean surf. Mm -hmm. And there are three tracks. One is um, an alpha experience called Alpha Surf. The other one's called Theta Surf. And finally, there's Delta Surf. And it even says in, in you know, parentheses, you know, relax, meditate, sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... That's a great place to start because it's not terribly engaging. It's perfect for putting on quietly in the background and just, hey, does this alpha thing work for me? Um, so that's a wonderful place to start uh, in terms of my stuff, mm -hmm. uh, the surf series. Um, another great place to start is actually Nordwind. Um, this was a project I did for a yoga studio in Berlin uh, back in September. Mm -hmm. So, gosh, almost a year ago now. Mm -hmm. um, this is actually just a remix project of probably about 30 or 40 different tracks. Um, they're pretty much all in the alpha category. Um, so there's a dominant alpha pattern and then it'll bring in, you know, a little theta, a little delta, a little gamma. Um, and it will really kind of guide you through the entire, almost entire body of work. Uh, other alpha things to listen to. Mm -hmm. you know, 
regenerate is regenerate is really just good. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sofagio sweets very popular. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's the, I, in terms of alpha. I think those are some good places to start. Just go and check out the surf series now and see if I can get myself into alpha state. Oh, do it. It's great. <laughs> yes, I will.